Welcome to another edition of the Glittery Bones. It's more glitter than bones today of advertising. I'm Craig McLeod. I'm Gabs. Hi, Gabs. Nice I'm of you to Karen chime in. Back again. Caro, huh? aka Bert Turner, Third Snapple. Hi, oh. nice to see you. Uh, we are missing yeah. the uh, the brains uh, on the male side of things today. We just have the Tom Foolery fool joining us. That'll be yours truly. Uh, we're going to take a look at something that captured his attention. So um, let's jump straight in and take a look at this and let me know what you think. Okay, I'm going to start by handing the ball to you, Caroline. <laughs> yes, so Masterpiece by Coca-Cola. Um, it is, it's epic. It's, it's huge. It's, yeah, it's massive. Um, looking at, I guess, a bit of the backstory of it, it really plays into their real magic um, brand platform that they've they've kind of extended off, and it is just speechless. It's amazing. I loved it. Let's just say it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved all of the art. It took me back to uni days of you know the Renaissance and Van Gogh and and the girl with the pearl earring and and all of those those bits that came together that obviously spent an absolute fortune on it um i believe they got the best of the best producers and and, and post-production and animation and and everything you can you can tell like it's it's flawless i would say um mm. and yeah i i honestly can't fault it it's a big brand piece um and it's just it's epic 
Like, what was the tagline? What 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 was the tagline? What was the end frame? Tell me what that was. Can you remember what it was? Oh, I can't even remember. It was just Coke. Okay, <laughs> can you remember it? What it what it was? Like make, making magic something. I think it played I into the real okay, magic so platform. I think you're right. I think they've gone full tilt, full throttle on this masterpiece, making magic. Um, one of Johnny's points that he wanted to put together is that it doesn't seem like magic. It seems more like CGI is what they've sort of invested their money in. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with what, what JD's saying, but his point was rather than it being truly masterful and creating magic, it seemed like they've gone down this path of absolute CGI potential and capability. What can they possibly do? How far can they possibly go? Which lends to what you were saying, Caro. Um, yeah. In, in my opinion, being an animation lover, I thought it ticked so many boxes for me. The only part that fell short is I wasn't left with what I think they want the brand essence to be. The magic part didn't stick. Like yeah. it's all masterful and the creativity, it didn't really stick at the end for me. I kind of felt like, you know, asking you guys, we're not exactly sure how they're trying to position themselves in my mind. What are the words that they wanted me to keep at the end of it? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that, but I also think that's due to the length of it. Like it goes for so Massive. long. There I'm is sure there'll so, be shorts. So much to take in that mm. by the end of it, like Kara said, I'm speechless. Like you're just so swept up in it and you kind of lose, like Kara and I both didn't really take that much notice of the end frame and that final sentiment because you're it's like you're in this other world um but I agree I don't know I don't know about the positioning like I think open happiness and that whole story that they told for so many years felt yeah, so yeah it resonated with me a lot more and I felt I don't know I was I was a bit perplexed just to a the audience that they were trying to capture and if that's kind of too niche for the brand yeah um but I did love, I mean, we're trying to say something positive about every ad. So, I mean, you can't go past like the animation and the fluidity of yeah. going from sort of um, animation back into real life. You all, It's so seamless. You almost don't know where it begins and ends. Um, it's and amazingly well done, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say I, I still love it. I think it's got all the magic. I was blown <laughs> away to realize and I think it's one of those things that like it captures your attention and you're like what are they trying to do and that that made me dig a little bit deeper and to realize that coke's coke was created only seven years after the first Van Gogh was painted like it's that old mm. which is amazing like and that's where they're kind of they're not saying yeah. we're art but they're saying that like we have such a heritage like there's they play in that kind of space and that for me I was like fuck me like are they really that old and they are so I kind of give a, a tick to that and also it sprang off like looking at the creative direction on it and, and how they kind of came to be with the idea it was around Andy Warhol's super famous paintings of the coke bottle so that's where the whole like creative kind of idea of this art comes to life comes to every day came from so I think it was like you say Gabs it's really niche but I think it's something that like Andrew Warhol painted coke 
Like that's that's huge. So I think it's something but that only I, their brand can do. Yeah. But my question is then have have creative and strategy gotten so swept up in their idea and all of this history and knowledge that they know, but to the average punter watching this, they don't like that that's not obvious. You don't draw yeah. those, I guess, line like that conclusion yeah. easily without doing that research. Well, I think as well, there's like, there's so many pieces of art in there that like everyone would know at least one of them. Do you know what I mean? Like it is, it is that and just the, how much it's blown up online as well. Like it really has got people mm. talking about the brand. And yes, we didn't recall the tagline at the end, but I think Coke is a brand. It's not overly necessary either. Like there's Coke mm. all the way through it, but do you need a tagline to know that it's Coke or to like, remember that it's Coke? I'm I think in this instance you don't. I don't know. Just gonna leave it. Go. But yeah, okay. well, that's <laughs> some very debate. healthy debate amongst you two on uh, on that one. And you know, from one of my favorite brands of all time ever. You know, probably the most beautiful font I've ever seen written anywhere ever to make up their branding and logo. I um, I tip my hat. I just say it was extraordinary. You've done an amazing thing that really does traverse the history but but also I think to Gab's point when it comes out I doubt that it'll be the movie the mini movie length that we've all watched that will show I think there'll be shorts that really do take you specifically to the magic at the end but um yeah interesting one and and I thought JD made a good point as well but let's take a little look at something that's a little different shall we let's take a look at uh one of the toughest questions in advertising, and I'm actually going to read this one if I may. I'm just going to jump yes. back into a different screen and come to it. Is calling it the creative department elitist or just telling it like it is? Now, this has come from our good friend. I'll let one of you guys, guys go first because I am in the creative department. It's easy for me. That's a snap. <laughs> That's not not elitist from me at all it's just what it is you know the creative department's what it is and there I guess the difference in my mind is that the creative department doesn't stop with someone who uses the adobe suite in our organization the creative department you know transcends so I I don't I don't see it as elitist I think it is see it as fabulous and I see it as uh, (laughs) what it is like doesn't phase me one little bit what about you Gav (laughs) I, I don't, I agree with Craig. I don't see it as elitist, but I also think it like this question very much depends on who you ask um, and people who aren't in our industry um, would often say and may think, oh, they just paint the pretty pictures, but they definitely don't understand the level of thinking and the level of time it takes to come up with um the ideas that really hit the brief and that make an impact. Um, And I also think as well, like some of the best advertising and some of the stuff that we review on the bones are the simplest ideas, but the simplest ideas are often the hardest ones to come up with. Like the ones Mm -hmm. that are so simple yet so clever, like you're always reaching for that. So no, I don't think it's elitist at all. And I do not envy Caroline (laughs) the pressure. (laughs) With coming up with the big idea. <laughs> I um yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's the latest either. I think it's like it's just you don't say like the accounts 
are elitist because they call themselves the accounts or, you know, that this is elitist, the mechanic, because he calls himself a mechanic. Like it is just what our department is called. And I think sometimes there's confusion between like ideas and creative because they're two very different things. Like an idea, I guess, can come from, from anyone. And, you know, that's what we love, the idea, the idea that an idea can come from anyone or, or, you know, from any department. But I think the difference is that the creative department is really has, you know, a basis of, I guess, the technical knowledge and the ability to take an idea and visualise that and be able to show that to someone that doesn't know what the idea was and get them to understand that. So I think that's, if we go back to Coke, the real magic of the creative department is bringing you know, the the old saying of bringing ideas to life is is where we are, but in no means is that elitist. That's just calling it what it is. We are the yeah. creative department. I mean, now what else always... would you call the creative department? Like what, else, what other name would they have? I don't know. <laughs> if I was to take JD's soapbox here, I yes. think that he has posed this question simply because he would like to say it is elitist, they need to all get off their high horse. They all think they're better than everyone else. But I'm not going to run with that sentiment oh. one little bit just because he would have done that simply to be, you know, the adversary for Start what we're all fire. talking about today. He would just like to have debated it on the other side of the fence saying... I think like elitist is... Stretch. I think elitist is a funny word as well, like... Well, we I think we're better than creativity you. is being... But, I, like, I don't know. I don't... I guess maybe well, that's because the question, I, buddy. I don't feel like, yeah, uh, elitist to me is like corporate bankers are like the elitist yeah. that, you know, are, are way up there with like dealing with lots of money and all that's what comes to me when I think of elite. You could say that creatives are sensitive. I think that that's probably, you know, oh, holy probably shit, a point that, that we're, we're sensitive or we believe in our, our ideas and once you know how much goes into creating something I think it's okay that you're quite protective of it but a good designer needs to be able to take feedback and go okay I see what you're saying and yeah that makes sense maybe I'm too close to this if I take a step back perhaps it shouldn't be pink or you know it shouldn't be blue or whatever it may be but yeah I wish JD was here so I could fight with him but he's not (laughs) yes well that, my friends, is another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Don't go changing. We'll be here next week. All the very best. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.